Hey, welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews. I'm Scott. There's Dave. And man, we are breaking the mold today. Uh, Absolutely. What have we got, Dave? What's we coming have up? a brand new movie. When I say brand new, it came out in the summer, correct? Yeah. This past summer? Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. I'm so excited about this movie. Scott and I went and rented it. Well, actually, we bought it. I bought um, it. <laughs> Scott was sitting on it for a while. I had to pre-order mine. I waited for my DVD to actually show up because I'm old school. Hell, if I had VHS tapes, I'd have that. But uh, we, we waited long <laughs> enough, and we wanted everybody to say, I know, I still have VHS. Shut up. I do, I, too. I got Laserdisc. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> which I laugh at one of the scenes in the movie. But um, <laughs> we had to wait a while for us to each have the movie and then watch it. I've had this less than a week, and I've watched it three yeah. times. Yeah, that's how good this movie is. I'm I'm thoroughly enthralled with this movie. I so before we get going into Ghostbusters Go Afterlife, uh, I like to thank our listeners for listening. Make sure you hit subscribe, yes. hit the like button, drop us a line, tell us what you like about Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're new to this podcast, we spoil the shit out of things. So if you have not watched Ghostbusters Afterlife, stop now unless you want to be spoiled. That is, This is your only warning. Stop so. right now. Because, um, yeah, we spoil everything. And I do mean spoil everything in this movie. And I had said to Scott, like, be, right before we started filming. I don't like, know how you're going to do I'm it. I'm going to try not to spoil this movie. And he's like, well, I don't know how you can not spoil it and still talk about this movie. And I'm like. Other than it's well, great, go start, fucking watch it. <laughs> yeah, if we start to spoil this movie, I'm going down that trail. I'm, I'm jumping on my high horse and I'm following but yeah, we, we talk about things, intricate things, some special effects, uh, people who are in the movie, who maybe you don't know are in the movie, people who aren't in the movie that maybe you think are in the movie, but we do, we're going to spoil the movie, basically. So, like Scott yeah. said, if you haven't seen it, go rent wow. it now, go buy it. If you have it, go put it in your DVD player or VHS player and uh, watch it, because I think if, for me, if you like the original two... You're gonna love this one, and that's where I was. I was gonna get at. Um, I do recommend if you are new to the Ghostbusters franchise. Yes. Stop right now. Go watch at least the first one. Yeah. And then yeah, the first one definitely because there is so many callbacks in this movie to the first movie. Mm -hmm. It's insane the amount of Easter eggs, and I know I have only seen started to scratch the surface of yeah. Easter eggs in this movie. Um, I've only watched it one time, unlike you. Um, but I'm gonna tell you. I smiled. I was giddy the whole fucking time. I know. I was so happy to watch this movie. It's like, this is the experience of watching a movie that I like. I, I'm kicking myself in the ass for not going to see this at the theater. I really yeah. I wanted to. It just never happened for me for whatever reason. Um, but I, I really am. This is one of the few movies that I'm looking at right now going, Why? Why did I not go to the theater to see this? The opening scene, it, it takes place, what, 35 years after the original Ghostbusters? Yeah. What it's supposed yeah. to be. Um, Which and, took place in 1984. Right. So, yeah, that, that's about right, right? Um, A long time, yeah. And, oh, oh, God. I remember 1984, folks. I was in high school. Yeah, so was I. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, the good yeah. old days. Anyway, um, <laughs> it takes place like 35 years later at a ranch out. Or it's a dirt farm. We'll call it what it is. It's a it dirt is a farm, dirt farm. Out, out in Oklahoma where one of the Ghostbusters uh, has died. And his family comes in to take over the farm. Right. And when they get there, that's when hauntings start ensuing. And the 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 it's the well, opening scene in this movie for me was just it's great i was riveted i mean from the minute you see that car go through the gates from the over the bridge and then see yes. that, that locked gates i'm just sitting i was like walking around trying to make dinner and i kept coming back and i'm like sitting down like what is the what who's oh my god and then i'm like going to get dinner i'm like well, oh, wait, wait, no, there's something else going on. Yeah, this I mean, is one you can't walk away from. you got to hit that pause button and move. Um, that's why I watched it three times, because I was like, okay, now what did I miss? Like, what oh, did I miss? probably a lot. Yeah. Because I'm sure yeah. I did. 
I did. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get this spoiler out of the way um, just okay. because it, it'll make more sense and easier for me to describe. Okay, The movie starts off with Egon Spangler, Harold Ramis, who we all know died in 2014, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. Uh, 2013, 2014. It's been, he's been gone a while. And it's it's Egon's family, his daughter and her two kids who inherit his dirt farm and move in after mm-hmm. he passes, uh, as we later find out, trying to capture Gozer, the Gozerian. <laughs> so, yeah. The, um... So that that's why you really have to watch the first movie to get what is going on here. And they tie it in so well with the architect who built that building. Yeah. And with the same entities coming through. Oh, did you catch, um, they dealt with Samaria the whole time. Yeah. Where were, what was the town? Somerville. Yeah. Somerville. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. That was was good. I I liked in the very, let let me write. I got, I took some notes last Mm. night. Please. Um, the establishing of the character so quickly in this movie, very rarely have I ever watched a movie these, these were all new characters too, folks. This mm. wasn't like, it wasn't like they were using the old Ghostbusters guys and bringing them in and then going, okay, we're going to do a new movie. This was all new characters. You didn't know any of these people from Adam. No. And the writing is so good and solid in this. It's uh, not Harold Ramis. It's uh, Reitman's son, Jason Reitman. Yeah. And and Harold Ramis' son, if I'm not mistaken. Dave, was it Dave Klein? Yeah, I, I forgot the guy, the second writer, the co the co writer's name. I'm sorry, I forgot his name. Um, but they wrote such a solid um, script that within the first minute of knowing seeing any one of these characters, you knew who every one of these characters were. You knew yeah. who the mom was, you knew who the teenage son was, and you knew who the daughter was. We're like right off the bat. Like, let me let me add quick. to this. Um, that's one thing that I, I I can't sing enough praises about is the casting in this movie is pretty much perfect. Oh my God. McKenna Grace as on. Egon's granddaughter is fucking amazing. I will watch anything with this, this kid. She is so good. And that's, I, I, I was blown I, away. I looked over at the old lady yesterday. I was like, if I had a daughter, that's the daughter I would want. I would not understand 90% of the crap coming out of her smart head. But I would want that as my kid. I'd be. I'm just like, oh my god. And knowing what it's funny because I compared her twelve being twelve years old. So anybody that's out there going, no twelve year old kid would know this. Yeah, they would. Miko. Ah, I always mess up his name. Miko Kashu, the the physicist, the nuclear physicist. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He's on all, all sorts of stuff. He's you know, really nice looking guy. He's got the long straight white the hair. The white hair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The guy's super brilliant. He built a particle collider in his garage when he was 10 years old and blew out yes. the city's <laughs> subsystems. I remember reading about that. I saw him in an interview talking about that. So if anybody's like, no kid's that smart. Uh, yes, yeah. they are. They establish it and they establish how smart she is very quickly Oh yeah, and what she's capable of doing. And um, last night was the first time I spotted it when they're driving out to the ranch or mm-hmm. to the dirt farm, the sun, there's a moment where there, it's just like maybe th- less than 30 seconds where the sun is under the hood of the car and you see him fixing it. So they instantly let you know that kid's a mechanic. He knows how to fix cars. It was well done in that to establish was, characters that yep. fast with just little yeah. hints like that was, yeah. was really, uh, the, the character of Phoebe played by McKenna Grace, which was the granddaughter of Egon. Uh-huh. Um, to me, she was a cross between Einstein and Wednesday Adams. Yeah. 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 She, I like when the, okay, now they get to the farm. Okay. Yeah. They go in the house and instantly the first thing that I noticed about this house wasn't that it was just creepy, but inside the house, there's a pile of books, just a stack of books. Yeah. Yeah, off to the there's side a call of back. the room. <laughs> and I just started laughing. I looked over yeah. the wife. I was like, no ordinary person could stack books like that. And she just looks at me. She's like, what do you mean? And then she looks at the screen. She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> that's funny. Um, then uh, I like how she finds the ghost detector. Yes. And she that- starts playing chess with Grandpa. Yeah, yeah, the chess game. I actually wrote that down. The chess game is brilliant. 
I like so, the sun um, fixing the cars. Um, yeah. Vampire in the the little girl that played Lucky. Um, that the the girl that worked at the the yeah spinners the the. Yeah, which turned into sinners later in the yeah, day sinners. when it when they blew up the main street with a uh, uh, accelerator. There, <laughs> I think maybe the wife pointed out that she may have been in a movie called Vampires, the Bronx versus Vampires or Vampires oh. versus the Bronx. It was on uh, on Netflix that I no longer oh, have okay. anymore. I would went and checked, but um, and that was really good. That's she's good in that. If that's her, if it's the same girl, and usually the old lady picks out people like that. And I'm like, hey, yeah. how do you even notice that? But it's it's a good. She was a good little actress. I liked her character. I I really liked the the way that they introduced her. You know, just well that that's just it. Everything was introduced. Uh, everybody was introduced really well. They're very solid characters. Paul Rudd is great in here. I don't can't think of the actress who played uh, their mom. Every everybody right. was just well well picked for they, this yeah I, I don't even know how it must have taken almost forever to pick everybody i could see seeing the girl who played phoebe i could see just spotting her and going that's that's the kid i want God, it was perfect um because i watched the extras and they showed like a little interview snippet mm -hmm. of her and she's talking she's just so excited that she well, is <laughs> like in this movie. She's like, I'm a Ghostbuster. And she's just like the excitement of this little 12-year-old kid. And That's then they show, so <laughs> they show them on, on set. And she's just always dancing. She's always moving. She's got that little kid energy, you know? And I'm like, oh, my God, I couldn't imagine trying to direct a little kid. But Ramus did it. Or not Ramus. Uh, Reitman did it. Yeah. You know, Jason Reitman got in there. Yeah, um, so let me, um, let, me, let me roll back to the storyline here a little bit. Um this is dealing with the architect of, if you've seen the first one, which you should have, if yes, you haven't, I don't know you, um, <laughs> go watch it then, then you, we can be friends. Um, <laughs> and but like the architect it. who built the building in Manhattan where everything takes place in the first one mm -hmm. has done kind of the same thing only in Oklahoma. He has a mine and has mm -hmm. uncovered some ancient Sumerian ruins and he's trying to do the same thing to bring Gozer back to rule the right. world. You know, I love that part near the end where he his reanimated corpse, he rejoins yeah. the living and he's he's kissing Gozer's ass and she rips him in half. And it's like, it's just... that was it. <laughs> he never oh, showed. How about how about I, I, have, I have to say this. Uh, everybody, if everybody's watching again, if you've met, went past this point, spoilers are coming. Yeah. Um, yeah. If we haven't spoiled everything for you yet. <laughs> the remaining Ghostbusters show up at the end. And we're talking Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and Ernie Hudson, Ernie Hudson. Uh, show up in their in their roles. And um, Harold Ramis shows up as well. Yeah. So, that, um, which was beautiful. tearjerker scene for me. I, I've watched that scene three times, and every time I get a little tear in my eye, like, oh, my God. They did it so well. And I want to know if that's his son. There's somebody else's name when it says Ghost Farmer or something like that. Yeah. And I'm wondering, is that his son with an assumed name? Because I never saw a picture of the actual actor that's playing next to her. Like, all, in all the special yeah. stuff, I, I never saw a face. I thought it was just all CGI generated um, onto a body, kind of like they've done Mark Hamill if, in The Mandalorian. And if they did that, if they if they did like a deep fake kind of thing. I think that's they, what it was. And they but just I, I aged him up. Holy crap. CGI yeah. has come so, so far. Oh, it in has. Just the last four years. Yes. Just the last four years, man. Because this guy, you would have thought that it was Harold Ramos on, on freaking set. But when they show up at the farm, this is what got me. I just laughed so hard when she looked at them and said, are you a god? And it's like, oh, no, here we go. Again. <laughs> here we go again. And it, it focuses on Ray. And he's like, yeah. uh, yes. And the, and the other two are like, come on, Ray. Come on, Ray. <laughs> but I, dude, I'm going to go back to the beginning. of Please the movie do. Let's go back. That, that is near um, the end of the movie, by the way. This, this is, uh, I want to make sure, when Phoebe... <clears throat> is going into summer school and it's funny that Phoebe is going to summer school and the brother yeah. is going to a job. And I figure I take that as Phoebe is just really bored in school. Yeah. So she's failed classes just because she's so damn smart. Yeah. So damn smart. 
<clears throat> but on the way in, she tell the mom's like, "Oh, you'll have fun in school." And she goes, "This isn't school. This is state-sponsored work camp for the, for delinquents." <laughs> I died. I was like, "That is something that Harold Ramis's character would have said." Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Or Wednesday Adams. That's what. That's what made me. It's, like, it's fucking Wednesday. <laughs> well, and when she finally meets her little friend, podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> the little kid who plays the character podcast. He he has a podcast, so he calls himself podcast. Yeah, who calls you podcast? I do. <laughs> you, why do you call yourself podcast? Because I have a podcast. <laughs> and, and he's sitting there talking to her, and it's funny because everything he says to her, because she says, "I, you know, we came out here to my father, my grandfather, he died, and we're just picking through the ruin, you know, the rubble of his life or something like yeah. that." And the boy's like, and the little boy looks at her and goes, "Oh, so you wanted to find out how he mysteriously died." And she's like, no, I'm pretty sure it was just a heart attack. Oh, you want to find out? And he's everything he's saying is pointing in the direction that the story fucking takes. Yeah. Yeah. He's big into conspiracies and stuff. He's on it. He is aware. His whole podcast is about conspiracies. He knows, he knows like ancient ruins. He knows like the the old history of the the Tagunsta blast of 1908. When, When he meets up with Ray. Dan Aykroyd looks at him and says, yeah, you really come into your voice on episode 46. Now, podcast says this to Phoebe very early on. He said, here's my podcast. Listen to it. I really find my voice at episode 46. And then Ray says the same thing. It's like, oh my, because you notice he said, oh, you're my subscriber. Yeah, you're my, I was like, I looked over at Kent when he said that. I said, I know how the kid feels. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) I'm my subscriber. Yes, you're my subscriber. (laughs) (laughs) it's so damn funny but uh yeah when she's going into school they're they're finally meeting um here's the thing that cat noticed yesterday and i would have never put two and two together or maybe you know subconsciously maybe but never out front when the earthquakes are coming in and phoebe goes in and is looking at all the maps and stuff and she's Mm -hmm. having her moment with uh with uh gear Gary Gruberson. <laughs> Gary Gruberson. <laughs> Paul Rudd. <laughs> Who is perfect in this and, and role. He's, he just he just falls in love with this little kid. Like, oh my God, there's a smart, there's somebody smart yeah. in this town that I can talk to. Is what he, you know, he's yeah, like, pretty much. Just, this is a great kid. She she's looking at the big map on the wall and she's like, This is a uh it's a, a it's a seismic map. And he's like, Yeah, how do you know that? She goes, because it's a seismic map. <laughs> like, like, why else would I know this? Let's look at it. And she's pulling up the, the charts and stuff that he's got. And he's like, she's like, well, this isn't right. There's no, this isn't, you know, lava or, yeah. or volcanic or, or Teutonic or platonic. Teutonic? That's not right. Tectonic. Tectonic. Thank you. Tectonic uh, plate movements. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he starts like wiping off the, the erasable board. He's like, well, if. And one thing does this, and then yeah. it does this. And she's like, yeah, I'm not stupid. <laughs> like, he's trying to explain it to her. He's like, oh, okay. And he, he goes to something much more, like... Deeper. Yeah. <laughs> much more technical. Well, he's probably but, very used to having to dumb everything down, especially in but, that town. But when he does the, the tectonic thing, Kat looks over and she goes, that's a heartbeat. I was like, what? It sure looked like it now that you she mentioned goes, that. She goes, that's a heartbeat. And she pulled up a heartbeat chart, and then she pulled up um, earthquake charts. They're very, very similar. Interesting. And I looked at her and said, when did you just come up with that? She goes, that's the first time I'd ever registered. She goes, but I bet you a lot of people in, in healthcare have seen that. And probably went, saw that. Hmm. So it makes you think it it's was probably purposeful. Yeah. Yeah. But it makes so, it like, um, what we have going have on, yeah. Um, and those, those, um, we find out later that the earthquakes are being caused because um, Egon had set up a defense system down in the mine. That was brilliant. I didn't see that coming. I didn't either. I didn't see that coming. Uh, that they're in, it, that's what's cool is they're out at the uh, mine. They, they go down. It's the brother, Phoebe, Podcast, and Lucky. And they all go down in the mine because they know that one of the ghosts was headed there. And the brother muncher. says, yeah, <laughs> what muncher. a great new ghost, a muncher. <laughs> and, and the brother's like, we were up there last night. So they go there. And when they're there, 
the ghosts start coming up the shaft. The the death. What yeah. was it called? What did they call it? The, the suicide shaft. The death shaft. The evil. I forget. Yeah. Evil death shaft or something <laughs> like that. And Phoebe is looking over the corner, and you can see all the demons and everything like coming up out of the out of yeah. the, the nether world. The center of the in. earth. Yeah. And all of a sudden, one of the you hear. Beep, 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 and the chargers on the machines all go off, all their proton packs, and they shoot together. They meet above the pit and then shoot straight down into the pit to hold everything back down. And as that's happening, the earthquake's going on, and they're like, oh, boy, there's something wrong now. And then they, yeah. oh, my God, that that movie, everything fits together so perfectly. So freaking perfectly in this movie, it's not even funny. It's it, got it, heart. It's got humor. It's got a great story. It's well acted, well directed, well everything. Yeah. Um, I absolutely I, I applaud Bokeem Woodbine for making an asshole cop. I just wanted to kill him, and it's like, good job, man. <laughs> yeah. Is that who that was? I knew he looked yes. familiar, and I couldn't yeah. get, figure out who was. I like whenever the Phoebe looks over at him and goes, don't I get a phone call? And you know this guy. <laughs> I looked at Cat. I said, you know, he practiced this line for three weeks. He was looking in the mirror for three. He wanted to get that perfect, that perfect delivery when he looks at her and says, well, who are you going to call? And I was like, oh, my God. The editing, and she did. She the called. editing for that scene. Exactly. The editing for that scene is she's making her phone call. It's clipping back to, it cuts back to the commercial that they were with. Yes. Do you have a spook, a specter, a, you know, a ghost? And then they'd go back into her dialing the number and then it would cut back to another part of the commercial. And they did that a couple of times. Yeah. And then Ray, as he's answering the phone, he's got revelations. Tell me his... about that. Cause I did not get a chance to research that, but he, not only does he have it, but yeah. Egon had put that outside his farm on a summer. Yeah. That, so did you happen to look up? In the book of Revelations, that that's uh, the the end of days, okay. And that that's they they loosely worded around that, but that's basically out of Revelation six twelve, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, the the uh, the the moon becomes his blood. The the clouds. Okay, I know the, I know the verse yeah, now. The, yeah. yeah, the whole the whole verse that that's what it is, and it's about the end of days. And okay. they they had had that on their arm, and it was getting worse. That's why Ray was not Ray, but that's why Egon was Egon. Out, out west. Well, and, and that, that's what's interesting. Um, and we find out that the other Ghostbusters feel betrayed, like Egon just took well, yeah. everything and and ran when all he was trying to do was save the world. And he gave he sacrificed a lot everything. to try and keep his family safe mm -hmm. and everything. And that's this one of the beautiful things about this movie. Yes, it's a Ghostbusters movie. Yes, it has action. It's got comedy, but it has heart. When oh you my see Lord, so much heart. When, when his daughter discovers that he was not the biggest asshole that she thought he was. Yeah. By seeing that he had been following her and everything. Yes, it's it's pretty fucked up that he did have to leave him and we don't know exactly why, mm -hmm. but she got some closure with him in the end and that yeah. was it was yeah, touching. Was nice. It was it was it was really good. I liked when Phoebe finds how she finds the uh the the secret lab for lack of a better term. Yeah. And she they, she has to take the fireman pull down. That's like a nice callback. Oh, yeah. uh, but to, to back to the phone call, I like the phone call because she's talking to, to Ray and she says, um, I'm calling your, your Ray stands, uh, the Ghostbuster. He's like, and now I got to hang up. She's like, no, yeah. no, no, wait, I'm in, I'm in prison. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, I've been there. And I don't think he realizes how young this kid is, like just no, by doesn't. talking to her on the phone. And she's telling him the story of what's going on. He's like, hey, kid, don't don't chase ghosts, you know. The Egon was basically saying Egon was crazy and he's insane. He's like, he can rot in hell. Yeah, he can rot in hell. And then she says, he was my grandfather. And, and shortly did. after that, the sheriff comes over and hangs up the phone yeah. on her. And it's mm. like, oh, shit. And he, and Ray, sorry, I dropped my notes. And Ray yeah. is like hung up on. He's like, hello, hello. And he looks, you can see the look on his face goes from, well, fuck this guy to, oh, shit something big is going down in this fucking town and they show up and, and gets, yeah gets we got Binkman we got to go get the team and back winston together. and gets the gang back together yeah but that scene right there is really good it shows that they had problems and it and it 
and how deep those and, problems were going at that point. And I'm going to take that a little further. Um, yes, it did show all of that. And at the end, we get a ghost version of Harold Ramis's Egon mm-hmm. Spengler fighting right alongside Winston, yeah. Ray, and Peter. Um, it's 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 a it's a you know I was instantly taken back. I saw the original in '84. Yeah. I've seen it yeah. so many fucking times, and I need to watch it again. But um, this brought me back. Like I said, I smiled the whole damn time. This oh, is a so must. Good watch movie i can't stress it enough um i'm so glad i bought it we talk about storytelling and how usually i don't like too many sequels and i really don't like remakes this was not a remake and this movie could stand on its own absolutely but it's it's better if you watch the first movie for sure they don't really hit too much on the second movie but that first movie for sure yeah, if you're gonna watch this one, watch yeah. watch the very first one. Um, but the storytelling is so solid. They do a lot of showing and not telling. And what little bit they do tell, they're showing you at the same time. So it, so certain things are in context. This is just, um, I mean, yeah, dude, that whole that whole show not tell. They do everything right in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what what else did I write down? The secret base. I like how. When Phoebe is in the base, in the, in the secret lab that Egon had made, that she's not really, for a kid who's all science and all common sense and all logic and all, like I said, science, she realizes real quick who's helping her in that lab and who's brought her to that lab. She's not rattled at all. No, she's like really calm about it. And she explains it a little bit later on. Yes, she does. Aren't you nervous? She's like, when I'm in extreme fear, I get very calm. (laughs) I get extremely calm. (laughs) I don't register fear like other people. (laughs) And here's, I I, I can't praise McKenna Grace enough because she made it so believable. Yeah. That character of Phoebe is so fucking real. It's just. That's what I'm saying, like about the writing. The, the writing was great, but if they would have got lousy actors or miscast this, yeah, it would have destroyed this movie. It's perfect. Like you Perfectly said, they cast. cast, there's not one person that I would look at and go, yeah, you know, maybe they should have cast this other mm-hmm. person. And I want to know how this mother was raised because I want to know who her mom was. Yeah. They never say who the mom was and they never say that she even knew her mom. No. So when what's her name came came when Janine shows up, yeah, when Janine showed up, I was half expecting Janine to be the mom, yeah, to be like, "Hi, honey, I, you know, sorry you had to come out here, blah blah blah, whatever." For our listeners, Annie Potts does make a reappearance. Annie Potts, God bless her. She's still cute as a button. Um, Remember, we uh, last reviewed a movie with Annie Potts was Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink. There you go. She's still like, yeah, she's still kind of like that. But uh, it was very funny when she showed up. I was half expecting her to be the mom. You know? That's interesting. And it can still happen because they've never mentioned who the mom is. And this girl is so mad at the dad. Yeah. You know? Understandable. Yeah. But But here's uh, here's what's neat. I love the fact that this movie does end um, with an opening for a sequel. Now, in order for you to get that, please understand there there are two end credit scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, so the second one involves showing Ernie Hudson's character, Winston Zedmore, um, <laughs> has bought, he's a very successful businessman. He yeah. ended up buying the old Ghostbusters headquarters and it ends showing Ecto one being pulled in. And then the ghost containment, uh, safe yeah, or whatever to starts to flash. Yeah. And it's like, red, oh, shit. it's flashing red. Yeah. Cause what, what did I write? Da, 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 da. What the hell? That it's when it's yeah. Trap is green. Trap is clean. But it was flashing red. Yeah. So it's like, oh, they left that wide open, and you could use that all these kids. You you don't even have to like adult them up any. Just you go use the kids. No. You know, let let the let the. What's the word I'm looking for? Let the uh, the disbelief flow through because the disbelief in this movie is is. Not even that disbelievable. Like the, no. the kid, because she's fixing the damn power pack. Yeah. And she's such a genius. When she opens it up, she looks at it. 
she's in the basement or in the tra- in the secret lab. And she's like, yeah. well, it's missing the blah blah blah, whatever it was missing. And he, the Harold Ramis, he moves the light. He's <laughs> moving the light to point where they're at. And she's like, oh, thanks. And she picks him up and she's fixing this. And when, it's funny because she talks to podcasts the next day when they're getting ready to test the accelerator. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I think I think I talked to my grandfather. I think I met my grandfather yesterday. And he's just like, oh, really? <laughs> cool. Podcast isn't really affected too much. This by is his, this is his wheelhouse. He yeah, deals is, with this shit. This is where this kid wants to live. He's like, yeah. what's funny is like she, after she blasts everything to shit, podcast is like he's taking off his equipment he's like okay my turn let me see the gun and then they hear the the, the sounds he's like i want the gun. Oh. <laughs> he grabs his hammer and shit and he's like okay i'm coming <laughs> one of my my favorite scenes in the movie is when um her brother who's played by finn wolfhard from stranger things um gets ecto one running and he ends up picking them up and they're driving yes, I through know town exactly what you're gonna say <laughs> They're chasing the muncher through town, and she's got a gunner seat with a proton pack, and she's blasting up. (laughs) I tell you what, if you watch that and you don't get flashbacks to 1984's Ghostbusters, when they're Uh fucking up that hotel room, that big ballroom with everything, get up, nice job, you know, it's it's all over the place. It is so great. I really expected to see somebody get slimed, um, but it- I was waiting for that. I was waiting, well- Okay, this is one thing that I won't ruin for you. Okay. <laughs> I was waiting for a certain somebody to show up that did not show up. Two somebody's. Mm-hmm. One there's, was a ghost there's... and one was a human. Yeah. But I was um, waiting for, for two somebody. Well, I don't think it's a spoiler leave, to say. I'll leave it that little bit of spoiler. <laughs> well, I, 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 I will say I, w- I did want to see Rick Moranis and he's not in it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah I, uh, in I, order to see Sigourney Weaver, you do have to watch an end credit. And it is a funny right. scene. Because it is a flashback right to Vinkman. And it's like, right oh the, my God. The very beginning that, of first the first movie. movie. Yes. This is at the very end of this movie. And that flashback is like a, a tease back to the very first. Yes, like, it's very much a tease. The very first movie. Um, that that kid, man, that Phoebe kid, like I said, if I, if I could have a kid like that, I'd be like, yes, this is perfect. This is the perfect yeah, daughter she, to have, man. She was awesome. Um even the that, teenage boy, he played that part. Wolf, Wolfhard, Wolfgard, Finn Wolfhard, yeah, yeah. Finn Wolfhard, man, that he's kid, a good actor. He is. He's got chops on him too. He's yeah. he was just like you believed everything that was going on. She puts the map down. Do you see the concentric circles? No. Do you see the circles? Yes. <laughs> she, she she just looks at him like shakes her head like seriously. This is my brother. <laughs> but he's mechanical. So yeah, he's um, a mechanic. Yeah, and that's what's that's what's really cool that everybody works together. You could believe that was a family. Yeah, um, and of course, I knew exactly that Paul Rudd's character was going to hook up with mom, and they were going to oh, yeah, become yeah. the key master and the gatekeeper. I saw that oh, yeah. coming a mile away, but it was still cool, that, especially yeah, when well, she meets up with him in the desert and rips yeah. her clothes off her <laughs> and has a like, long flowing dress on. Oh, that was brilliant. Yeah. I loved how when she does that, she like whoosh, rips it off and she's got the gown. I was like, that yeah. is a, well, it's also a callback to Sigourney Weaver's costume. There's a lot it was of very callbacks. flowy and, and, and like that. The only, I have one small thing and I could be just remembering wrong. Uh-huh. Could just be me remembering the first one wrong. I need to go back and look. Something about Gozer didn't set right with me. Didn't look quite right. Well, it's not the real woman that they had play her in the and that place. I know that. I know you can't do that. It just seemed it just, it really distracted me. And I, I know it's something silly and petty, uh, but it distracted the fuck out of me that it was not closer. And that was right. But it, dude, it, I don't it, know how you could get much closer. I no, really don't. I, I, but I, see, I that's why I think I need to watch the first one because I may be misremembering. Well, she's also not. You don't really see Gozer all that much. She's jumping around a little bit in the first one. You know, that's right. She doesn't talk that much. There's never a close-up on that actress's face. And maybe that's it. I think she was a Russian ballet. Yeah. The look was there. The costume was there. The hair was there. There was just something. And and like I said, it's it's little and and just... Gozer knows exactly who these assholes are when they show up. Because she looks over over at Dan Aykroyd and she's like, Are you a 
God. And she's just looking right at him like, yes. I know who the fuck you guys are. I, I remember you sons of bitches. Mm-hmm. They took her out once. Yeah. <laughs> she knew exactly who these guys were, man. Yeah. And then Bill Murray giving his wife, I thought we broke up. I thought this was yeah. done. <laughs> we Bill were- Murray, my God, that man, he he cracks me up in no, no matter what he's in. Yeah. Uh, he's he's just yeah. has such a delivery, such an energy. And even at his age, he's yeah. so fucking entertaining. And he's so he's so young like. Yeah. 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 He's still got that that whimsy that youthful I still whimsy. see him all the way back in Caddyshack meatballs yeah. all these yeah. old ass movies where he's 20 something and yeah. now he's 70 yeah. something and, it's and like, I still oh, see him so as weird. that guy while I'm watching him it's like oh, yes. okay yeah yeah um the mom let's go to the mom for a second yeah when she finds the ghost detector in Phoebe's room I think she knows what it is you think because I'm not sure when Harold Ramis's character was supposed to have left. Right. Because she picks that up and she's looking at it. She knows what it is. Because yeah. she starts doing like a little movement. That's like true. Looking for a ghost. And then when it starts going off, she's like, oh, shit. Yeah. And she knows she has to follow him. She, she follows the dad down to the secret base, which leads into the, the wall. Because she's like, she's looking at the one picture and she's like, you, you, never, you never cared about me. And then the the light flicks over oh, on the wall. Oh yeah, and then it's got all and the you see all the. And then little Phoebe, when she's repairing the thing, she says, "How did you make a a what did you, a cyclotron so small?" And the light flicks up on the wall. And he's Shows got, all his degrees. He's got twenty <laughs> diplomas. <laughs> she's yes. like, "Okay, you're a genius." <laughs> and the light comes back down. <laughs> see, okay, I want to talk about that real quick. There's there is no voice for Harold Ramis's character. No. A lot of times you don't even see him, but just the masterfulness of filming a light moving, Mm -hmm. it had feeling, it had emotion, it was telling a story. And it's like, I I just found it brilliant. They they anthropomorphic the lights. Yes. Like when it's looking, because the light kind of looks around and she asks for questions. She's looking for a pair of uh, needle nose and the light that's hung up just comes down and like, points to it and then goes back up and she's like she's looking at the light like oh thank you yep you know so it becomes really cool and you forget you're dealing with a ghost it was so freaking good this i did you watch any of the extra did you see any not yet i haven't watched any of the extras there is just one scene that i thought this this is why this guy is such a good writer on this he talks about him being on set when he was seven years old for the original ghostbusters jason reitman um, it shows the love that he has for his dad. There, there was a couple of scenes where he walks, his dad walks in and they're hugging and they, they, you know, you can see that these two love each other. And he's like, you know, he's the proud son taking over the family business. Yeah. Like, look, 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 look what I'm doing, dad. And dad's like, oh yeah, this is great. This is what you're doing very, very well. Not only that, but he got the original set designers, costume designers. So I guess some of the guys will probably Aykroyd with, with the script and whoever else yeah. helped with the script. Anybody who that they could find in a room and they had a big powwow about what made the Ghostbusters the Ghostbusters. That's smart. And it, but some people were in there that I was like, well, why would you call them? And they're like, well, okay, that's why you would, you would call them. The costume, like, really, the costume yeah. designer? Why would you call them the costume designer? But when they talk about the costumes, you're like, that's why you call him the costume designer. <laughs> Dummy Dave, why weren't you thinking about that? It, he called in everybody he could find to make sure he didn't goof it up. And he was basically saying to them, I want to make a new movie and I don't want to fuck this up. He Help did. me. And they it's all helped us. They all yeah. jumped in. Because the original one had heart. It had a lot of, it was, it was just so well done. And the fact yeah. that he approached this as a way to continue the story um unlike that which shall not be named <laughs> which i still have not watched and after I this either, and i don't think i ever will after this i don't think i could go go watch that one yeah i really and don't I, I just find it I, I i find the fact that somebody thought they could just do a reboot right um appalling you don't and, reboot it. if somebody popped up and said i'm gonna reboot star wars episode four right do you think that would go over well no I, i'm surprised they kathleen kennedy didn't try but that's 
Another, she, pro- another she probably podcast. has, and we will talk about that when we get there on our upcoming yeah, Star it's, Wars it's extravaganza. Right. <laughs> but yeah, this this was definitely this was a new Ghostbusters without the original cast for ninety nine percent of the movie. Yeah, and when you look at it, you're like, you're really happy that they showed up. You're really glad they did show up, and in the next movie, you. Technically, technically, you only need one. Winston. Winston. Yep. And I always said, I think you and I talked, and I always told you that I never thought they used Winston's character enough. They never so gave they him tried, a big enough part. That, I, always yeah. thought, I always thought he was supposed to be more, and that was almost yeah. like that was left on the cutting room floor. It might if be. they do make another movie, and they expand on Winston a little bit more, that will more than make up for how I thought he, his character, not him as an actor, but his character, right. I think was treated. Yeah. I think, I think that will, uh, um, I would like to see that. And I do want to see a sequel. I want to, really I want to see good. the kids take up over the business. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like, at this point, I don't even give a crap if they're in New York. I know a lot of people are like, it wasn't even in New York. It wasn't this, it wasn't that. And I'm like, Who no, cares? this made sense. This totally, so this movie makes complete sense where they're at. Why am I and not is, shocked that somebody's bitching about something stupid like that? Here, here's my one little complaint. You had your one little complaint. Okay. This is my one little. All right, let's it hear. Is it. So minuscule. I don't know why I let it bother me, but it's just. Well, I can relate. It's, it's a musical cue. It's literally a music cue. When. All the spirits, and you see the, the clouds spinning around the top of the mountain. They did the overlay from the original movie to get mm. those things to go flying through the city and flying around town. Yeah. That that was like almost some almost the original animation, he said. Wow. Why didn't they use the music? I believe it's magic, magic, magic. I believe it's magic, magic. Oh, I was God. waiting for that I forgot music about cue, that too. and it never fucking came and i was like well how did you guys miss that well i, I don't know probably maybe a good reason for it to it i don't know yeah, it could have been know. something that simple um but i do appreciate the callbacks to the ghostbusters theme every now and then All you would it. hear the little openings and it was like oh, a couple of times with the piano and then it would stop it's like yeah yeah. That all the music was so great. And that's why like when I realized that, that they didn't been. use that Dude. Scene, I was like, why didn't they use that? That would have been perfect. I think I'm gonna go watch Ghostbusters One right now. Right. But that that movie is so yeah. <laughs> Where are you going? Scott? Scott. Um that movie, Ghostbusters and the second Ghostbusters are very good movies. Yeah. This, this is I great. think in some ways tops them. But the good thing is they did not overdo the CGI no. in this movie. They used it where they had to, and they went um, very practical effects everywhere yeah. else. Yeah, the uh, the dogs, yeah. every, everything just looked so good, and it's because they didn't focus on it very much. The yeah. muncher looks really fucking cool. The I like it. It's like a big really, caterpillar. I like how it spits. Yes. It's the bullets. Yes, bullets, man. It was, it was cool. Yeah, it was, that was cool. Uh, that was very good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Um, I, I, I cannot praise it enough. The, the, and when I say that, the, in some ways, it's better than the original. I think it's because I'm older now and I'm looking at this particular story from a completely different point of view. It's a great story. I, Whereas, I was telling. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I, I cut you off. Go on. No, no. Okay. Anyway, I was telling people at work about this <laughs> who I know have kids. And I said, like, rent it. Right. Show your kids. Your kids are going to fucking eat this up. Yeah. I I was like, man, I wish I'd have been 14 when I saw this. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was 14 when I saw the first one. And that's yep. why it stuck with me so damn strong. Yep. And seeing this, it's like, I like I can't say enough about the actress who played Phoebe. Um, I think it's such a great character. It's such a strong character. It's one that I think kids would get behind. People would get right. behind this. Like, it's a very positive character. And I, oh, I just yeah. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. Yeah, this... This whole movie was so well done, and it and it paid respect. And a lot of people, I was reading before I saw the movie, that a lot of people were like, "Oh, it was nothing but fan." What do they call it? Fan fan service. Fan service was nothing but fan service. There's nothing here. I oh, saw hell, this a movie, lot and I was like, 
There was a little. There was a lot of fan service in it to oh, me. Don't, don't, you don't got to, dude. But, you can't. You can't do this without it. <laughs> but most of the fan service that was done was background stuff, like the stack of books. Stack and the Twinkie in the glove box. The Twinkie in the glove. The 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 crunch bar out of the pocket. That one I can't that, place. I know that was it. I Help thought about out. it and I figured it out. It's it's whenever uh, not Ray, uh, but Bill Murray's character. Vinkman. Vinkman looks at Egon and Egon has, has answered something or something. He pulls out a candy bar and goes, here, you deserve this. And he goes, and he gives him the candy bar. I don't remember that. All right. It's, it's in the, I think it's in the first one. It might be the second one, but I think it's in the first one. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's such a good, that was a callback that I had to think about. I was like, I know that candy bar means something. What the hell does that candy yeah. bar mean? And then it dawned on me when he's giving him the candy bars. Here you go. Uh, uh, now you deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So do you have any more notes on Ghostbusters Afterlife? No, I, I hope that nobody watched this thing all the way through without first seeing this movie. We gave you so a warning. We told you what we were going to do, and we did it. We spoiled the damn movie. Now, that um, being said, I think it's still great. enjoyable, but I'm going to tell you, just seeing those surprises myself for the first mm -hmm. time was 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 magic. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. this movie was, was, like you said, a sit down and watch from beginning it's, to end. It's fucking great. From literally, I, I love it. And very few movies recently, and I'd say within the last 10, 15 years, have made me want to sit down and just watch them over and over and over again. Like, I have not watched, I've watched, I've probably watched a couple of the Avenger movies as many times as I've, as I've watched this one in a week. Yeah. And I'll probably watch this one again because there is so much in this movie that you're, you're just, oh, now I see it. Oh, now yeah. I get it. You know, oh, just it's a well written. It's a solid it's, movie, it's, solid it's acting. The the props, the the special effects, nothing is overdone, nothing is underdone. It is almost the perfect movie. I would say it's almost for what I like in a movie. I would say this is almost a perfect movie for me. How about you? Yeah, almost. Almost. It is a top movie for me. I absolutely yeah. enjoyed it. Very rarely do I sit down and watch a movie that I literally smile the whole fucking time because I'm having fun. Yeah. This for I, me has become, become a third holy trilogy. I got Star Wars, Back to the Future, Indiana Jones, the first three. <laughs> and the then none of this one. Yeah. None of this one. There's only one trilogy. Anyway. Uh, yeah. There is truly only one trilogy, but <laughs> everything else comes behind it. Yeah, this this is I, I can't recommend this movie enough. I hope right. hope everybody enjoys it as much as we did. Um, I enjoyed going in and doing our old ass movie reviews on a new ass movie. Yeah, um, yeah. and I, I hope you all enjoy our our crazy takes on on things or just. Um, you know, we're just two guys who love to watch movies, and this one really, uh, this really ticked the boxes, man. This was fucking great. This was a movie we had to talk about. Fuck yeah! This just, I mean, normally Scott and I don't do like newer movies. We just, yeah, I mean, if you've watched any of our shows, you know that. We, um, we keep it, but old. this one, we just looked at each other and went, "We got to review this. We, yeah. this is a good movie. It's, we were hoping it was going to be a good movie. It seemed like a good movie. Everybody I know that saw it was like, "Oh my god, it's a good movie." So I was like, oh, I wasn't okay. prepared for how good it was. <laughs> yeah, I would no. For me telling you how good this movie is, you're still not prepared for how good this movie's going to be. It it will it will if it you're a fan. checks all the boxes. If you're a fan, even it, if you're not, I mean, Janine yeah. watched it with me, and she hadn't seen the the first one in a long time. She doesn't remember a lot from movies, and she enjoyed right. the shit out of it, even without catching all the callbacks. So right, I, right. it is definitely enjoyable for those who haven't seen the trilogy in a long time, but I do recommend you at least go back and watch the first one. Um, I wish I had before I watched this, uh, but right. now I'm going to watch it again. So, right. so that, that any, anything else on Ghostbusters Afterlife besides ah. get out off your ass and go watch it. Yeah. Just get off your rear end and go watch it. Go, go rent right. it. Um, don't forget to hit the like, the subscribe, the share, 
Write us a review. If you agree with us, please let us know. If you disagree with us, let us know. If you disagree with us, I'd really like to know why you would disagree with us. Yeah. I mean, really, I, I would because I, I'm I'm such a fan of this movie. Yeah. I would like to know why someone else would watch this movie and go, eh. I think you know? I think you got those people that we talked about in our last episode of why we do what we do and what we right. consider movie critics and stuff like right. that. Some right. people are just got to be edgy. You know, yeah. you just got to hate what's popular. And yeah, if, if that's what it is, then don't bother talking to me. But if, yeah. if it's an if actual... If you truly like, didn't like it, I want to know yeah, why. Yeah, if you're really like, you know, it just wasn't as good as the first two or, you okay. know... I, I, I can it, respect an honest just, opinion. I'm you know? curious because I love this movie. And I know, oh, yeah. I know some people were trying to can it for all the wrong reasons. And you know what? That, that's, that's, the, that's the critic that we talk about. Like, yes. The people who are like, well, I have... An agenda, and I'm going to push it. Well, don't. Not on this movie. That kid is too goddamn cute to, to push your agenda on. The other little podcaster kid, he's just so fucking adorable. It, it, I can't let, find anything wrong. Let, last thing. When she's introducing podcast to the yeah. brother. That's where I thought you were going to go. Oh. She's like, this is podcast. He's my friend. And she puts her hand on it. She's like, he's my friend. <laughs> and the brother just looks at her, looks at him like... Okay, <laughs> you got a friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and mean, they, they they seemed like siblings. Yeah. That was that everybody had great chemistry on screen. Yeah, I mean Paul yeah. Rudd and I. God, I wish I would have looked up her name who played the mom. They were great together. Yeah, I remember. So I don't it was. Her name. It's just yeah. Horrible with names. Yeah. But so yeah. next week we're going to take it back a little ways. Uh, <laughs> Dave's going to yeah. find us something shitty because. As much as I enjoyed this movie, it's really hard for me to say more than it's fucking great. Go watch it. You know, right, I, right. I need something to sink into other than the, the constant praise that this movie deserves every bit of it. Um, I'm surprised we went this long with this movie, because usually when we really like a movie, we're like, we love this movie. We got five minutes to talk about it. But there was so much callback. <laughs> there was. And that's, that's what allowed oh. this to to happen yeah so good. so we're gonna do a couple old ones and then we start our star wars marathon of 11 feature films all of them we're doing all of all them. 11 Whether feature like films in chronological order not yep. the order of release but the order of story right so we're gonna so. do star wars episode one first yep and two then three then solo then i think then it's rogue solo one. then rogue one and then four five six then seven four, eight five nine. and six so that those will all go in, yeah. and then so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't wait till we get to those because we will be talking a lot about those. Actually, oh, we're going to talk those a lot about gonna, all. Yeah. Oh, uh, but I like we said, I think we're going to pull out a lot more good stuff. Yeah. Than even I'm thinking about right now. Yeah, I'm really looking. I'm going to go in looking for the good. Looking for the good. Miso thinks I not find any. I don't know, <laughs> um, but. <laughs> anyway be sure and join us next week when old ass movie reviews does some old ass movie and again <laughs> again <laughs> thanks for watching listening tuning in we'll catch you next week cheers folks bye